0: Drawing room? Over here. You made it. Oh, come on through. Do you fancy drink? What's your tipple? Between albums, EPs, collaborations, documentaries and tours, Kurt Vile sets a relentless pace for someone who sounds so laid back his latest Watch My Moves, his first on Verve Records, and his first after the COVID lockdowns is yet another triumph. And before he brings it to Australian stages, Kurt Vile is here on RN Drive. Welcome to you, Kurt. Thanks a lot. We were just talking about how you're very familiar to Australian audiences. How did it come about that you have this connection with this country on the other side of the world to your home?
1: I connected to a bunch of Australians artists that were in Berlin for instance I don't you know and they kind of just kind of mess with you in a comedic way in the in a way that a uh, uh Philadelphians would and yeah along the way I I got to you know connected with people like Courtney Barnett or I don't know Mick Turner you know I don't why do why why is Nick Cave so amazing I don't know but he is you know I, like so many uh of those types I, I'm I'm drawn to And, uh, maybe that's why
0: (laughs) you've described this latest album as, uh, well, it's, you made it with your guard down. What does that mean? Uh, How did you let your guard down to open up like this?
1: Well, I, yeah, because of the lock, it was funny because there was the lockdown, but I had literally come from so much touring and I was deciding that I had to build my own home studio and, and just go back to my roots where I used to always record at home on, you know, more low fi equipment. And the idea was to just, just not have to leave the house unless I really wanted to really that, that kind of thing, just recording from home and and not leaving unless it's my choice. Uh, that's the main way to keep the guard down, but easier said than done. Cause I did event, did get the studio finished and then everybody's looking at me like, all right, Kurt, and then I realized it's my home, and it's my studio. And you got to kind of reckon with that, and, and find, you know, your true space. Really get keep it, get it organic. And event, you know, ultimately I figured it out. I guess.
0: You, you said uh, lo-fi equipment. Uh, I've read interviews where you've you've sung the praises of vintage equipment. What is it about something that's been around a few years that you love to be surrounded by?
1: I like. Um... You know, some beat up sunburst uh, electric guitar, Fender electric guitar. They don't make them like they used to. That's a real thing. You know, multicolored buttons, synthesizers with multicolored buttons, etc. It's it's just a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. I always connected to that. And then, you know, ultimately it's the sound that comes out of whatever instrument you're talking about. That's, that, really, that's it.
0: well well speaking of beat up old numbers you've done a few covers over the years springsteen john prine to name a few what is it about a song that has also been around the block a few times that makes you want to pick up and try and turn it into your own
1: yeah it's interesting because the first Springsteen cover i did there's a cover on this album called wages of sin and that's a deep one but i i uh the first cover of his I recorded Springsteens is called downbound train and I literally decided to cover that because one day I picked up my guitar and I played e minor to G to D in this way and I was like what is this it's and then I, I realized what it was so it's it's just uh listening to music over and over it just becomes you know part of your DNA and it's just next, you know you I, I sing it through my voice with uh, you know, with their influence, but ultimately a certain song speaks to you and it becomes yours as well. Uh, or that's what you're, you're looking for. You're, uh, I'm looking for a song that speaks to me and I can deliver their message, but, uh, you know, morph it into my perspective and in my voice as well.
0: Is there a bit of a trade-off? I mean, when you look at those figures, their fame and influence, and I suppose the the quality of songwriting that came from them, are you happy to to leave that to them, kind of thing? I mean, I'd certainly be happier if I wasn't as famous and as uh, kind of influential as Bruce Springsteen was. Do you, Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I guess I'm happy that I'm not as influential as Bruce Springsteen uh but for sure I am I mean those but they're they're, they come from a whole different time and and uh even Springsteen it's interesting because he was like an experiment in a way where the record companies could promote and promote they promoted uh Born in the USA like it was a new album for like multiple years or something like that I read you know but we, we need those people. We got to worship those people. Uh, and there's a reason they call him the boss. You know, he breaks your heart he, uh, with songs like Atlantic City oh. t- and I'm on, you know, I'm on fire is a classic and that's, you know, a hit, but like you, you just sort of forget. And that's why I, I remember like one of the reasons I, I did a cover of Wages of Sin is because it's a it's a deep cut. But at the time at the time his, his newest album came out and it was Western stars. And I, I, it was just my favorite spring scene album in a long time. And it, his voice cut through it. He just, it, his voice will cut straight through to your heart. You know, you kind of forget he's like, uh, he's like a member of the family almost sometimes, you know, he's been around the block forever. He's like you said, he's as huge as he is. So you forget sometimes. And then one day you remember, you know, your, your brother just broke your heart again, you know, with a, a song, uh, that's why he's the boss.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so strange. Like it doesn't matter how corny the cover is, but whenever I hear, sometimes it's like someone took a knife, baby, dull, cut a six-inch valley through the middle of my skull. My ears just prick to that. Like it just cuts into your soul. It cuts into your skull, as he said.
1: Yeah, I feel that. And then he, and then he cuts into your 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 skull just a little more when he's like, Woo-hoo-hoo! yes. <laughs> <You> yes. <know? laughs> and then fa- and fade.
0: Long fade, very long fade in those that album too. Uh, In in one interview, you you said if you're not working on music in the same space, then you're not really in a band. uh, Referencing kind of collaborations via the internet or Zoom or what have you. Do you still feel that way? You can only really be in a collaboration in a band if you're in the same room.
1: It really depends. Like, uh, there's a certain kind of music. Like, I, I like to record as live as possible, but I wouldn't say. Um, I, I mean there my, my bandmate Rob Laxo, for instance, he he he's a amazing multi-instrumentalist. And some of my favorite things he wasn't in, in, in the room, you know, like he played the bass to bass Ackwards. I recorded that in LA and he couldn't make it. And you know, he he laid it down where he was. And, and we we did some of that for this record as well for pandemic reasons and other reasons. So but I, I think it's ultimately what wherever you are, you gotta get it down as kind of get lost in the performance and as organic as possible with as many people around as possible but i i don't i don't there there's actually no rules you know the people don't know but uh, i i at, when i said that i must have felt it you know <laughs>
0: I meant it when I said it. Uh, you, this is a window yeah. into my relationship with my wife. Uh, I, I constantly yeah. find myself saying that. <laughs> yeah. And the delay when it comes to Zoom is kind of uh, so tricky for conversation and for music and for rhythm. I mean, we, we, we idolise this remote working space, but just a fraction of a delay can reveal how inhuman it really is. That's what really gets me.
1: Yeah, yeah. We uh, I, to To be clear, we didn't record anything over zoom we didn't i but i i do remember i i was actually there for one session with uh a, a friend of mine was working with the, the girl a pop artist kesha and i was in the zoom i was involved in the session Sort and it, it was interesting at first you didn't at first uh it was weird but then after a while you did forget but yeah it's true that that little delay <laughs> it keeps it from being 100% human, to say the least. You
0: know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, if you just tuned in on RN Drive, Kurt Vile is my guest this afternoon. And we're going to hear something off your latest album, Watch My Moves, Kurt. What's What do you want to pick for me and what do you want to play for me? What do you want to tell me about this when you choose this song?
1: Yeah, okay. I'd like you to play Lately My F- uh, It's hard to pick favourites, but I would say Lately My Favourite is a song called Hey Like a Child, and it's got a kind of shoegazy, bendy, electric guitar, repetitive pop jam, love song, catchy, kind of spacey, poppy love song. The opening line, Yo Lemonade, My Girl, What It Is, which I sort of stole from Teen Wolf,
0: actually. <laughs> Teen Wolf. The the, the original <laughs> of, with uh, Michael J. Fox? With Michael J. Fox. Wow. That is some deep, deep inspiration here, Kurt. You're really revealing your uh, songbook to me. Uh, Kurt Vile with Hey Like a Child here on RN Drive. You can really hear the shoegazy part to that. Kurt Viles, my guest, that was his song, Hey Like a Child. He's my uh, guest this afternoon here on RN Drive. Was there an upside to that enforced pause uh, of music writing or performing at least for you in the last few years? It seems like every songwriter I speak to says, yeah, it was great for being a misanthrope and getting really intimate with my diary and my songwriting. I mean, you're a father and a lot of musicians I've talked to have mentioned the importance of being able to just be at home with their family for once in a while.
1: No, yeah. All those things are true. I, because I would always say before this, I was interviewed. They're like, well, how's it being a father and going on the road? I'm like, well, other dads, they work nine to five Monday through Friday. And then they come home. But me when I'm home, I'm home 24 seven. Then I go out, which was true. But uh, once I was home all day with the family, uh, as in, you know, not gone for a month and back, like the, the, the difference was like so obvious, like how much i I needed this and the whole family needed it and and also yes, for for uh, filling up a, a a journal, you know front to back, I had so many half finished one page two page journals, and then you know your upheaval and you're out you know on tour in the world and so all f- thoughts were fragmentary for a long time and I feel like I'm just present when i'm home now and then i'm um, also once it's time to go out into the world because that's what we do now when we tour i'm present in that as well and well luckily i'm bringing you know and i'm i'm coming to australia this time and i'm bringing the family so so there's that too
0: Well, we can lay claim to them as well as honorary koalas. We do like to do that with uh, our favoured guests, Kurt. Uh, And speaking (laughs) of, uh, well, famous koalas, one would be Courtney Barnett, you talked about before. Uh, Your list of collaborators has really gotten pretty significant over the years. What is the thing you like doing the most when it comes to sitting down to a fresh collaboration with someone?
1: I I am lucky and very proud one day I'm going to update my website and just, just, you know, uh, and put down all the collaborations I've have had, you know, um, but Courtney ultimately the reason I collaborate with someone is because I fall in love with a song and their music. And then I want to be friends with them. You know, it's, I want to, I love when I love somebody's music, I just want to be friends with them. And then I want, I just want to be involved. I just want to be part of that gang. And, uh, Courtney hit me with, uh, I knew her anyway. I liked her anyway, but I heard, uh, uh, depressed and that song, you yeah. know, melted my heart. It's Didn't adjust. her did voice just cut right through. Her voice yeah. just cut right through in a simple song. And the message is simple. And, and, uh, you know, I just remember I wrote ever over everything with her voice in mind and it just blossomed from there. Cause she is just like my sis, you know, uh, and I have, I've seen her a good amount lately. I, uh, and she she opened for, yeah, Nick Cave and Warren Ellis at Hanging Rock and I we got to play over everything together there. So yeah, talk about Australian heroes all over the place, you know?
0: Well, I'm glad that you had the chance to ask her about uh, some of the references in that song to Preston, because they are very, very uh, unique to that part of Melbourne. uh, And it's amazing how popular that song I mean, it was on Ellen. Ellen sort of championed her for a moment, and we were all sitting back going, how do these Americans know anything that she's talking about with the hills hoists in the backyard and these sorts of references?
1: Yeah, well, sure, we didn't understand all the references, but that's the beauty. It's just such a good song that it, 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 you know, you think you understand, you know, you don't even, yeah, you don't fully understand, but it doesn't matter. Cause your heart, your heart understands, you know, it cuts right through just like, just like the boss.
0: Through, through the middle of my skull. Well, Kurt, we're so looking forward to having you back in Australia. Uh, it's great to hear some new music and it's been an awesome opportunity to have you this afternoon. Thanks so much for your time.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much.
0: Kurt Vile's latest album's called Watch My Moves. He'll be on tour at the end of March, starting in Fremantle in West Australia. You can check online for details. You've been listening to a podcast of The Drawing Room with me, Andy Park. For more great conversations, search for The Drawing Room on the ABC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts.